All right, once a, once a month, our friend Greg Akers, who's the former TV and film editor at the Memphis Flyer, and now works for the Memphis Business Journal, and we'll get into that in just a second, he joins us in studio to talk about TV and movies, and he joins us now. What's up, Greg? What's up? And so you are the former TV and film editor at the Memphis Flyer. Right. Then you go to the Business Journal as the managing editor. Yes. But now... Last August. From this point forward, I have to introduce you as the editor-in-chief of the Memphis Business Journal. That's right. Yes, you do. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I was promoted about two weeks ago and um, have been overwhelmed with work <laughs> since then. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for, for making time to come in, in studio. Congratulations. I mean, really, like, this show really does take people places. I, I got the Cerrito bump. I mean, that was that was crucial in the whole process. I don't think you, you don't think you'd, you'd be the editor in chief of the business journal without it. No. I, like, that just, you just announced that a couple weeks ago. Um, our buddy Dustin Starr just got signed by Jeff Jarrett's Global Wrestling wow. Organization. That's awesome. And so things, good things keep happening to everybody involved with the show except me. Yeah, one day, <laughs> one day it will work <laughs> for me. Uh, joining us in studio, we always have a guest uh, with us for this segment. And her name is Kieran. Uh, Kieran from the queue right yes. down the street. Um, right down the street, right on the hall, actually, from the queue. Kieran uh, made her debut on this show off camera. <laughs> I did, I did. I was an integral part of the Prince Mongo show. Last Is that year's, what you're talking about? Yes, the yeah. last year's Prince Mongo. She came through with his sherbet or whatever. I can't remember. <laughs> Is it sherbet? Uh, his whatever that dessert they sell at the Whole Foods, and we had the live taste test on here, and Kieran went to go pick it up for us. Prince Mango, yeah, the Prince Mango <laughs> at the Whole Foods. It was clutch and, and made that show very fun. It was a memorable moment having him try that on air. <laughs> he was not a big fan, but you can listen to Kieran on the queue. Uh, you're on every Saturday. It's in the afternoon, Saturday and Sunday now. Sun, uh, Saturday and Sunday uh, on Q1075, and then also weekdays from three to six on Sunny twelve ten. Oh, okay. Yes. So you'll be on right after. I will. We go I will be sprinting so can, down the hall. So. You can flip over to Q one oh seven five. Kieran uh recently got back from Las Vegas, Nevada. Mm-hmm. And um you were there with Alexis Grace from the Q and you guys were covering the Billboard Music Awards. Yes, we did. We it was sort of a last minute thing. It was I, last minute. Well, for me it was. They had somebody lined up already and then Alexis was supposed to go and then I got you know called into the office about a week before and I was like hey you want to go to Vegas and I said well heck yes so uh, I don't know if you can say H-E-L-L yeah, you can. Okay. You okay. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, 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 no. But uh, so anyway, I we went to Vegas and um, we got you know all the interviews we wanted, even more so than some of the bigger markets, which I was thrilled with. So we met like Britney Spears, Iggy Azalea. That's pretty big. Yeah, Britney Spears. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that was a big one for sure. That was the big one. And um, so she was nice. And Iggy Azalea, she far exceeded my expectations. I felt terrible that like i didn't have a very high opinion of her before but now i love her so she was very sweet so it was a good time 
you can't ask Brittany about Justin at all. No, they give you a sheet, and it's like ask these four questions. That's it. So. But y'all, y'all could have worn like that wig snatch shirt or something from Sashi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would have really and like a Grizzlies that. hat, and just make sure that she knew she knew where you're from. I'm sure she knew. I, I wanted to be like, hey, I was in Walmart in Millington when you were like in 1999, and yeah, no. Wait, you were? <laughs> yes. That was the highlight of my, you know, your youth. Was- my, my youth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kieran from the Q is joining us as our guest caster. We had we have her from the, the Q, which is a sister station here, uh, which plays uh, music. Because our, later in this segment, we're going to cast BB King in a movie. BB King passing away, of course, everybody knows. Uh, what age eighty nine? Mm-hmm. And so the, they're probably going to make a BB King movie at some point. I think I think this is probably the most likely actual movie that's going <laughs> to that we've, we've cast ever done. so many <laughs> far more than the Dave Yeager story <laughs> <laughs> so when Gary Yeager's comes on we cast somebody in a movie usually it's a sports star sometimes it's just a famous Memphian this time we will be casting BB King in a movie so if you have your casting ideas you can tweet me at Cerrito you can tweet Greg at Greg Akers you can uh, tweet Kieran Kieran your Twitter yes it's Kieran Riar K-I-R-A-N-R-I-A-R and you, or you can text the show six seven one two nine with your casting ideas, but we will do that momentarily. But we we start uh, the segment with uh, talking about the favorite thing that we have watched recently. And Greg, we'll start with you. What is the what is your favorite thing that you've watched recently? Do you have to pick one thing? Favorite thing, either TV or movies. You you know the rules, but I know you always find a loophole around it. <laughs> yeah, and you'll say, "Well, I was going to say this, 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 and this." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, Mad Max Fury Road. Well, that's what I'm going to say, so we're going to talk about okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. Then that that is not mine. I was going to say the David Letterman final show. Oh, that's uh, good. Which that was really good. Which was amazing. Like, the... the it was funny because like I I was watching it live and like live tweeting and everything because it was it was fun. So there were like ten people or so like actually up at that time at least that I follow on Twitter, and and some of them like the show ran long. It ran about fifteen or twenty minutes long because right, yeah. they just because he didn't care at that point. And um and so, so like about thirty minutes after the you know the show was supposed to end people start saying oh no my my dvr like didn't work it didn't right. keep recording so a lot of people didn't actually see the the last 15 minutes which oh. was the best part and uh, th- there was no advance like you nobody knew that you're gonna have there was gonna be a long show right right and he had been wrapping it up for weeks and you watch those episodes it didn't look like he was running out of time or anything <laughs> right right it looked like he was just trying a lot of times just trying to just get through it and mm-hmm. get to the end yeah so there's no way to expect that it was going to be a, a long show until it happened and, there we and, go the dvr yeah and the great the great thing well the two the two best things in the final episode one was the the last top 10 list i thought was, that was tremendous it was great it was like the 10 actors and comedians and people were just i mean it was just killer who i did all, who did current there. event trivia this week at my trivia nights uh, which is Monday at Swinehouse in Overton Square, <laughs> Wednesday at Tampa and Tampa. There's no more plugging. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Thursday at the Green Beetle. But it was current event trivia. And one question was name five of the ten celebrities mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. that came out to present that top ten list. That top ten list was awesome. Yeah. Julie, Julie Dreyfus's part, yeah. I mean, it was just, that was a classic moment. Like, brilliant, brilliant line. Uh, Should watch that. If nobody has watched, you can go. You can find that easily on the internet. I'm okay. Sure. Yeah, and there, there's an interesting little story I can't tell you what online publication did it but uh the the young woman who wrote that line she wrote that line and the one said by um by someone else who was up there um but she was like a 22 year old intern on the david letterman show and she like wrote the two great lines of that 
that last. Like the last top ten list. Yeah. Line. yeah. Uh, but anyway. Um, so that was a big moment of the show. Yeah. And then and then the other great one was just the um, the Foo Fighters came out and played Everlong, which is their their great song. And and it was set to this in, just incredible montage that just kind of speeded by. Um, and you know that that's where you saw Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman and and just all the great moments over the years. But it was just overwhelming, like seeing for uh, the song was maybe four minutes long and just this probably 150 or I don't know 5,000. I don't know how many images it was, but just it know, fit 33 years song. of of David Letterman just kind of condensed into that shorter time. It was it was very impressive. Yeah. Yeah, that that was that was uh, awesome. I downloaded that song from iTunes uh, this week. Yeah. <laughs> probably spiked on the iTunes chart. Yeah, yeah, it probably went up. So the the finale of David Letterman is is the favorite thing that you've watched. No, no, I said, not, that's it would have been. That's what I was there you go, you tricked us again. <laughs> but my actual favorite thing I've watched recently. Let me talk five minutes about the thing that I'm not going to talk about. Well, and I'll be brief. But the finale, the series finale of Mad Men, was incredible and. Uh, perfectly uh, capped off the show. I, I was thinking about it. Uh, this is all I'll say. I was thinking about it. Because we try to be spoiler free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I won't outside spoil, of the spoil We didn't really spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that Mad Men is probably my favorite thing of all time. Like, I, I would rather just rewatch that than like any single book or any single movie. I mean, you know, it's like I don't know, sixty, seventy hours of TV, but. I mean, have you rewatched it? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I haven't rewatched it. You know, episode one to the end, like in a row. But I've watched every episode multiple times. For somebody who has tried to get into Mad Men and hasn't, mm-hmm. who, where would you recommend somebody start? That's me. <laughs> uh, episode one. Okay. Episode one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you know the the show is it 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 is it moves slowly. I mean, time passes. It, you know a normal rate but like in terms of what actually happens like it's not action-packed or anything mm-hmm. um but it just keeps getting deeper and deeper into the characters so um i mean there, i think i don't know you could watch it in reverse and report back <laughs> how that how that worked out <laughs> see someone get increasingly unhappy <laughs> and then and then happier <laughs> the Mad Men finale is tough to talk about without spoilers so yeah, yeah. i guess we, we won't get into to any much I, I i can grade it though and i grade it it's kind of a b I, I bet you probably liked it more than i did mm-hmm. uh, there were some aspects and maybe looking back at it uh i'll appreciate it more but it did a good job of wrapping it up mm-hmm. for sure yeah a lot happened in the last episode and all right, so let's go. We'll we'll go ahead and jump into the favorite thing that I've watched recently, because that was Mad Max. I know you want to talk about that, Greg. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Mad Max, Karen? I have not. No, I will see nothing. <laughs> nothing. She is sheltered. She is the most sheltered. Sheltered. Up we went through this on his podcast, and I have not seen Star Wars. I have not seen. I know. I'm like we can fix the Star Wars I know. problem because I brought these are. Oh whoa! We have Star Wars here. These are but these Is belong to Greg. These oh. are Greg's. Oh what? So if if he's willing to lend them out again, if you want to borrow them to watch, like I haven't like missed them. An intervention you brought me it's a, here. It's, it's a total coincidence. I brought these back because I borrowed them from from Acres because oh, I did Star Wars trivia recently. I wanted to do a rewatch, and he's coming in today, so I brought them back to him. Okay. 
and that it's coincidence that you are here mm-hmm. and that apparently you've been called out for not seeing this Star Wars, fate. which I think is fine. So if you've, if Akers is willing to lend them to you. Of course, yes. Then, Though you should watch Mad Men first. Okay. The that, whole that'll take longer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Men is better than Star Wars. I, I do, I do yeah. believe that. But Mad Max, which I have not seen any of the other Mad Max movies. You know, those, they came out like 30 years ago, right, Karen? Mm-hmm. You know the guy who played Mad Max before? No. Mel, <laughs> Mel Gibson. Okay. Mel Gibson. This movie's fascinating because Mad Max really isn't the main character. No, he's not at all. Uh, and but the best part it is really action packed. And I'm I, I I love good movies, so a lot of times action movies are not uh, my favorite because a lot of time action movies just are not good movies. Mm-hmm. They don't tell a great story. And I don't even know if Mad Max tells a great story, but it has amazing action that that uses CGI. I'm assuming, but you can't tell. Yeah. And and it's very creative, fun action. And it's it really is. I say at the beginning of every show that we've got an action packed edition of Surreal Live today. Like, this is an action packed, nonstop action movie, and I thought it was fun. Yeah. Uh, in a different way, so I, I highly recommend you go see Mad Max. I'm always worried we're over hyping it, but it was better than the new Avengers. Did you get to see the new I Avengers? I never saw it. No. The new Avengers. I don't man. care. I don't yeah. care about it. You don't? No, I don't care anymore. It, the first Avengers I liked a lot. The second one, not so much. Karen, have you seen either Avengers? <laughs> Why do you keep calling me out? <laughs> Thank you for pointing out the fact that, no, I have not. And I, But I am well-rounded in other ways. I know about music, which is why I'm here, I'm assuming. Right. Okay. There and what <laughs> you know spelling beast? So, I do. I know. I know how to spell. So Kieran from the queue is joining us. Listen to her immediately following this program at one o'clock on one zero seven five Q one zero seven five. All the hits. Uh, okay. So tell me then, Kieran, since you're here, do we need to tweak the segment from favorite thing you've watched recently to the thing that you have watched recently? <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. This doesn't usually happen, but I have been. I recently subscribed to the Netflix streaming service. Welcome to the year 2000. And you call it the Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) The Facebook. (laughs) The Facebook, the Google. So anyway, um, because I'm 70 years old, I watched, of course, the first thing was Grace and Frankie. It is Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. Oh, yeah. I wanted to see that. Yes. I'm a big fan of both of theirs. My parents told me about that over Memorial Day weekend. They did. (laughs) So anyway, I was, uh, I mean, not like I was surprised that it was good, but um, I... Fonda's awesome, yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, both of them Lily are awesome. And uh, I'm hoping for like a Dolly Parton cameo. So have you, how many of those episodes have you watched? All of it. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, oh, so you're jumping on this Netflix. Yeah, so um, I mean, it was definitely, I don't think it would translate well to television. I think it's definitely uh, not a niche, but like there, there are some jokes in there where you're like, wow, this would turn some people off, but in a great way. I love both of them and they're like two, two. A little raunchy and in okay. a demographic that is not necessarily known for raunchiness, which is fine. Like you if know. Golden Girls like went yes. blue. Yes, so I am a Golden Girls fan as well. <laughs> I am legit seven years old. So anyway, um, the, the what's the name of that good. show again? The Jane Fonda show. Grace and Frankie. Grace and Frankie. Okay. And so for anybody who doesn't know, this isn't a spoiler because everybody, you know, if you Google it, it'll come up. Basically, the premise is both of these women in their seventies are. Uh, told by their husbands that they are leaving them for each other. So their Mm. husbands have been law partners and have fallen in love. So they are coping with, like, this huge lifestyle change for them, and it follows uh, each of the characters, even the husbands, and how they're having to adjust their lives to this situation. Mm. So it's a good good watch. I watched it in three days. 
So, you know, 14 episodes. So that is the favorite thing? or is that, it that is the only thing? pertinent thing. You know, <laughs> I, I watch a lot of older television. So Like Golden Girls and what Like else? Golden Girls. I like uh, old television shows, like uh, like game shows. Sorry, like What's My Line? But, oh, you so know, you watch GSN. Yes, yeah. but they don't run that anymore, sadly. And ABC Family? I don't. I don't even have cable. Oh, okay. I know. It's the same. Wait. So thing. how do you watch old game shows? No, you online. Know? But oh. like they used to. Run oh, on you GSM. like watch that? You go to YouTube and watch like yeah. the funniest <laughs> game show moments. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm a huge like trivia type of a nerd, which I know. I plug. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming to my trivia night. <laughs> Sorry, I know I work every day, but I'll I will one day. I'm gonna make it out and just. You have more options than ever before to come play trivia with me. Next week is movie trivia, actually, Anchors. I'm waiting for you to show up. It's summer movie trivia next week. Okay. Like, just... There's classic summer movies, Jaws to Jurassic Park to whatever. You just gave away two answers. Two answers, yeah. Somewhere (laughs) there were maybe two... There's definitely a question about Jurassic Park and Jaws, whether those are the answers or not. I don't know. We'll find out next week. I have no idea what the questions are. It's too early. All right, CJ, it's your turn. You're up. The favorite thing that CJ has watched recently? Uh, Big Bang Theory. I Big just, Bang. I just got into Big Bang Theory. See, was, and you are calling already. me out for not knowing all of this nerdy stuff, and you've not seen the nerd show of the moment right now. Have you seen Big Bang Theory? Yes, I've watched it since season one. Thank oh, you very much. Dedicated fan. She doesn't have cable, so she's got to watch you know, <laughs> some watch, stuff on I CBS. I am a network <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> I, I, The reason why I hadn't watched it is because it annoyed me at first, mm-hmm. but then I was hanging out with John Harden one night and uh, ended up coming home a little... With, feeling, too feeling many little libations little, hanging yes, out with John Harden? Yes, of course. Imagine and that. started watching. It was like, oh, this is actually pretty funny. Uh-huh. So now I've, I've kind of gotten into it. Did you jump in this season? Yeah, I jumped in this okay. season. I'm, I've oh, that's, gone back. Okay. That sounds like a weird back, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've gone back and watched seasons one and two. Is it week. streaming? No, I actually know somebody who has season one and two DVDs. I oh, do. Okay. You know me now. There so, you go. <laughs> I've got all the seasons. Big Bang Theory. So, CJ, you decided So you decided to watch it because, right, because Cheesecake Factory is coming to Memphis <laughs> later this year, right? And it is a, it's a big, important place on that show. Oh, I didn't know that. You know, yeah, it's a, one of the characters works at the Cheesecake Factory. That's where Factory. Penny works. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yes. There you go. Some Big and, Bang and Theory and trivia. Work there. So he's, he's researching it, so he's going to learn the menu. He's going to know what Sheldon always orders, and he's going to order that when he goes in. They go eat there on Tuesdays, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we know so what, what everybody's been watching, and, and Drew, I'll give you a chance if you've got something. Is there anything? Drew, always, this is, you know, Johnny Radio no longer with us. I can't think of anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm finally about to finish Sons of Anarchy. There you it's go. probably the best thing. That's the only thing I've been watching. So I think i got like two episodes left. All right, so Drew's got Sons of Anarchy, CJ watching. Uh, Big Bang Theory researching for the Cheesecake Factory opening up later this year. When is that going to open, Greg, by the way? Mr. Uh, it's they say winter. Winter 2015, mm-hmm. which we presume to mean uh, December. December. <laughs> In time to give people December gift cards. <laughs> In time to give gift cards for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Smart move. Yeah. And the favorite thing Greg's been watching was the Mad Men finale. Shocker. And for me, it was Mad Max, so we have two Mads in there. Both of them happening that weekend, the finale and that release. Let's retire me ever talking about Mad Men again. I think we might. Is this your retirement right I think we have to. Re- this, in the, you will come in out of, of retirement like ending. a boxer and professional wrestler <laughs> so much, but we will accept your retirement. Okay. You got yeah. a speech I'm for hanging it? it up. You have to no, say anything else? No. Any final words? Um. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's, that's it. it. He's done with it. And that's a joke. Amazing. And then Karen uh, was uh, Grace and Frankie on 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 Netflix. All right, let's get, let's get into casting BB King 
in a movie. And now, our feature presentation. All right, every month when Greg Akers comes in studio, we cast a famous uh, Memphian or sports star in a movie. And this month, we're casting a famous Memphian who recently passed away, B.B. King. So His funeral's, like, right now. Going on right now, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. And... So we're going to cast B.B. King in a movie. We've got our list of, of possible candidates of, of celebrities who could play B.B. King in a movie. If you have your ideas, you can tweet us at Cerrito, at Greg Akers, or 67129. Get in your ideas right now. Greg, we'll start with you. Who would play B.B. King in a movie? There's only one person I really feel strongly about, and that is Wendell Pierce, who uh, he played Bunk in The Wire, and Antoine Baptiste in Treme. Uh, so he has musical chops and okay. he just looks really perfect for like middle aged BB King. Uh, he's a great actor, uh, a character actor who's been in a lot of stuff. He was in, he's in Ray Donovan and, uh, the Parker movie and just all kinds of stuff. But Wendell Pierce, he's, he a, might, he's a great actor. We always seem to get somebody from, he was in Selma too. From the Wire is always one of your choices. Yes. And it's kind of like you're a casting agent for The Walking Dead. <laughs> and, or so casting BB King in a movie. This is a, it's a segment which we recommend you have your, your phone or your device handy as long as you're not driving to look up. Wendell Pierce, I think that is a very good choice. Yeah, Wendell, I mean, he. Wendell he, Pierce. The, the, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tweet picture. a picture of BB King I found that yeah. I just looked at and said, like, oh, that looks like Wendell Pierce. Hmm. Okay, so Wendell Pierce, and he's a good actor. Oh, he's great. He's a great actor. All right, Wendell Pierce. We've got Kieran here from the queue. She is a music expert, so she she would know who would play BB King on an episode of Grace and Frankie on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, an interesting one. So um, I will go start out with the thing that the person who came to mind automatically just because of his prior association with Ray. Uh, Jamie Foxx, I think, is has the capability of transforming into somebody quite well. And, um, like you know, definitely has that sort of musical flair, and he can adjust that to do whatever the heck he wants. So there's that. And then um, an unlikely choice, and a lot of people probably have no I idea like who I'm talking about, um, is Gary Anthony Williams. And he is a comedian, and he's done a lot of voiceover work. You may know him. I know him from uh, his- oh, You know him personally. No, I'm just kidding. What was his name again? From uh, Gary Anthony Williams, and he's a Gary Anthony Williams. Yes, All right. he um, to me Uncle Ruckus. He rem- oh yeah, he looks yeah. So yeah. anyway, he uh, he's been on uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? He's funny guy. He sings on Whose Line Is It Anyway? So I think you know if Jamie Foxx can go from comedian to serious actor, he could he could too. Yeah. I think I, he he might be able to to uh, pull it off. Now earlier in the show, Marcus threw out the name Anthony Anderson. Yeah, who's been in Hustle and Flow, do. definitely been involved with uh, movies about music, and could he'd be like, he'd be a younger BB King. He could definitely be makeuped up to be look older, younger, whatever. And I, I think I think he he might be one of my favorite favorite choices. The Gary Anthony Williams Wikipedia page looks just like BB King. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, y'all y'all are coming strong. So so Gary Anthony. What's his last name? Williams. Williams. Gary Anthony Williams and Wendell Pierce, two guys that that I wouldn't uh, know off the top of my head. So Marcus said Anthony Anderson. Well, I'm liking it's a great these, pick. these these casting ideas right now. You got an idea, Drew? For an older BB King, uh, how about James Earl Jones? He's about 84 now. He's from Mississippi too, mm-hmm. so I think it'd work. He's got the same type of body style as 
BB King. They're both fat. Yeah, is that what, basically what I'm saying. Body kind of style, <laughs> like they're they're their style. <laughs> this could be like that Dylan. And he's got the greatest had... voice ever. Yes, he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's what I haven't like. I'm trying to come up with my list, and I, and it was it was tough to find somebody who definitely is multi talented. You got to have somebody who mm-hmm. who is going to be able to uh, perform the music side of, of the BB King character. CJ, you have an idea. Uh, my ideas pale in comparisons with y'all, so I'll keep mine to myself. But Marcus just changed his to Cedric the Entertainer. To Cedric the Entertainer, I could be his breakout role as a as a, a comedian too, or going to to play a serious role. I thought maybe uh, Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson was on my list. Thanks for I, I I'm waiting to reveal my oh, list. Okay, I'm Kenan, sorry. Keenan Thompson from Keenan and Gell uh, is is my pick, and uh, I think I think he would be terrific. He needs a comeback. Uh, off of uh, getting out of uh, Saturday Night Live, right? Like he was going to leave Saturday Night Live, and he yeah. said, "Hey, I'm coming back." Oh, uh, is he coming he's back? back again? Oh, apparently. I didn't know that. Apparently, those TMZ stories are wrong. So he needs something to break away from doing, you know, Bill Cosby impressions too. So I think this would be a Charles perfect. Barkley, but maybe he's just too much of an impressionist. Maybe there is untapped talent there, though. Maybe, That's but possible. I, I, I like. Uh, Keenan, SNL, Keenan, Keenan and Kel. But then let's see, let's see. I had a couple. You have any more on yours, Akers? Um, yeah, but I deleted him because I didn't even like him. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry. I think that's a actually a very interesting idea. He did. He was great in Gone Girl. Yeah, he was. I think he's he's a good actor. He's when he real wants tall, to tall though. Yeah. Was no just BB sit King. Down though. with a guitar. That's so really, movie. <laughs> so really, we're we're going to rely on some comedians to take a serious turn, mm-hmm. right? Or we go with reliable Wendell Pierce. So do we go for Pierce first, and then we're like, all right. Because who knows if Gary Anthony Williams or if Cedric the Entertainer or Kenan Thompson can pull it off as comedians? Um, it's very possible they can't. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now, I, I and think Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Anderson Anthony, Anthony could. could. Yeah, absolutely. he could. Absolutely. So I think he'd be a good choice. Does it have to be a serious movie? Yeah, I was about to say. It could be a B.B. So King comedy? B.B. King, the comedy. The it musical have to be comedy. Stick, but it can be humorous. All right, maybe maybe you're right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Telling Lucille jokes. <laughs> can we can we can, can we agree on Wendell Pierce playing BB King? Is that what we're gonna? Or are we fine with that as our first choice? Sure. I don't even know who he is. So <laughs> I don't know. He, I, I believe, he's got a good I resume. He's a movie guy to have like a solid first choice. He's got a good resume. It does not in- include uh, Big Bang Theory or Netflix series. Oh, Karen, I'm sorry. So sad. Colleges called in and said Ray Parker Jr. or Ray. Sinbad. I don't do not like Sinbad. <laughs> Sinbad is an awful choice. <laughs> no offense. Ray Parker no, like Jr. is a musical actor who's age sixty one. I think we're gonna have to cast uh in the middle. You need somebody in the thirty forty range probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because they gotta be able to play old and play young. And your Wendell Pierce is right there at forty eight. Mm-hmm. So I mean you're gonna want to set it like in the '60s, like you know, right when he's huge, yeah. when he when the thrill. Oh, it's is not going to start with the grand opening of BB King on Beale Street. <laughs> I think there would be flashbacks. Yeah, I was about to say, that'd you know, be great. Him on his radio show and stuff like that. All right, so there we go. That's casting BB King in a movie. That was fun. Kieran, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. It's exciting. Tell people your your Twitter again. Uh, it's at Kieran Riar, K I R. A-N-R-I-A-R. Forgot how to spell my and name. She'll be on immediately following us on Q1075. And we'll give give you some uh, retweets and stuff in a second. Uh, thanks for, for stopping by. But before we uh, wrap up the show, when Greg Akers is in studio, he has to uh, take a moment because he is uh, one of Memphis's most notorious Nashville haters. So mm-hmm. he takes a moment to uh, tell us why Nashville sucks. And he's going to do that right now.
Alright, Chris, tell us why Nashville sucks this month. Nashville sucks this month because uh, the website Thrillist did a list this week, 17 things Nashvillians, villains, will never understand about Memphis. And there's 17 really stupid things that they came up with that they think is stupid about Memphis. And uh, I'm you, you shouldn't read it because it's stupid and it's... Um, don't want to give them more clicks on that. Right. But, like, one of them was, like, all that weird stuff in the Pink Palace. And like, one of them is all your grizzly love. So they're uh, hating on us for loving the grizzlies because they're jealous that there's a team here that's winning. Probably. I get, yeah, I mean, the Predators got knocked out, so maybe they're... I mean, there are some... There's some th- you know, Memphis, part of the reason that, that I think Memphis is cool is because we have some weird stuff that you can't explain, right? Exactly. And, and, that's called culture. I mean, the list is stupid, but, but it, what it, it tells adds. me is that... Nashville people only like things that are prepackaged or plastic and new and shiny, but they don't have any soul. And it means we're on their radar now, and they're starting to get jealous. That's right. I do think that's what that means. Okay, I didn't know if I could still talk. I'm still here. So anyway, uh, that list was in response to a a list from Memphis, and it was like uh, things uh, Memphis. Oh, yeah, we got to go. There's music. Okay. Anyway, the other the other list was very complimentary of Nashville. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then they came back with this. Oh wow. All right. Well, that is our show, Kieran. Thanks for joining us, Greg Akers.